I am Kargi, host of Text to Task Simplifying Education. My belief is that every day we have the opportunity to be inspired, to grow, serve and be role models. Thank you for joining me today. Please share the show. While sharing, tag me on Instagram so that I can say hi to you. For daily updates and inspiration, follow me on Instagram at millennial underscore teaching learning. Do the Afghan girls have any hope? Why did the world leave Afghanistan like this? These questions have been on my mind for some time. Afghanistan had a power transfer in August 2021. The newly installed government severely restricted basic rights, especially for women and girls. Girls are prohibited from attending secondary schools and women are excluded from civil service leadership positions in most provinces. Women are also forbidden from traveling alone. Many Afghan women and girls have suffered harsh consequences under the new regime. Sadly, the international community hasn't responded to their pleas for support. Today, I'm joining a young Afghan teacher in an effort to find some answers to my questions. I'm pleased to welcome Ms. Hadia Kherzada, who teaches English to girls so that they can get jobs and support their families. Despite bomb blast, insecurity, and gender-based violence, Hadia graduated from Kabul University with a degree in English. Currently, she's studying for a master's in education. Hadia works for Muslim Hands. Her focus is on reaching the disadvantaged and providing out-of-school students with education opportunities especially in Afghanistan's most remote and vulnerable communities. Hadia, thank you for joining me. Uh, thanks a lot, Gargi, and thanks a lot for the great introduction of myself. And uh, yeah, I'm so much uh, happy that I'm joining your podcast and uh, voicing Afghan girls, especially young uh, girls and also voicing young teachers like nowadays in uh, my home country uh, there is less attention given to the young girls young activists yeah because we are young and due to like they're thinking that we are maybe not so much professional in our work yeah so because of that we are not giving so much uh, attention and value and thanks a lot that uh, you are giving the value for us to share our ideas and mindsets in your great program. Thanks a lot. Okay, so let's get started. My first question is, what influenced your decision to pursue a career in teaching and education? Uh, actually, it is really interesting because um, uh, the the first time when I started uh, English language literature and the first I'm talking about the first years like in the first semester I was thinking okay I am not going to become a teacher and uh, because uh, the one reason was that poverty and the low income 
for teachers. I said, oh, I, and this was kind of depression. I was depressed in mind that if I become a teacher, I will not have too much like money to, um, or I will not have a good life. So this was kind of, kind of mindset that is hacked in every people of Afghanistan minds. Like teachers are like the poor, poor people like uh, the the poor um like um uh, the people that they ha- don't have too much like uh, kind of uh, access to uh, good life like good uh, lifestyle i actually say so uh, it was my like last semester i was about to write my thesis and there i have to survey like uh, a governmental school especially for girls it was about how to teach them reading in english so i went to the school and then i started uh, survey questions didn't i don't know kind of um uh, when i entered to the classroom i saw those beautiful faces and girls like uniforming very beautifully and like white and uh white veil and uh dark um, um like black dark uh, uniform i saw them that how much they're enthusiastic about they're having a young teacher an english language teacher they that she's speaking like english very well and they were like their eyes were sparkling and then I okay you're a teacher I say yes I am a teacher they were not believing that I am a teacher because I'm kind of their age so uh, I, I shared the question I with them and then uh, I have started like their teacher was like uh, um, the, um, uh, I started about one or a half an hour but there was no any teacher coming to the class I don't know why, but I saw, okay, what is your like topic? They said, okay, we have English. So um, uh, today is like uh, our the subject that you are going to uh, study like in this time is English. So I said, okay, what is your topic? And then I started to teach them a topic, like voluntarily. It was, I wasn't I actually asked to teach them. So, uh, but I don't know, something just God like influenced or in me, I, I don't know, something motivated me that I have to teach these young girls. And then when I started, so we really enjoyed, I enjoyed those young girls enjoyed so uh, when we finished about all those stuff and I just uh, collected my survey papers and these things and uh, the girl said, okay, you're, you're going to be our English teacher in here. I was saying, no, actually, I'm not the teacher, but I was university and I, I was about to here to take a survey and say, oh, we wish to have a young teachers like you to give us an inspiration and to give us like to know as well, you know. Uh, we, uh, young teacher, we, 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 we know those, uh, we know our children, we know our generations. Yeah. So what they are suffering from and how to, uh, you know, that these, uh, decade is kind of, kind of internet and computer decade. And so it's time of internet. So we, ha- we know how to behave and how to react with those young girls, uh, uh, so because of that, so we those time was uh, very special, and I wasn't getting like I didn't get entire like it was really great for me. So after I just uh, collecting my data and I was writing my thesis, I say why not teacher? Why should shouldn't become a teacher? So I say okay, I I I, I said no. Uh, those girls these young girls not just them but there are millions of girls that they need me and if i give up give up on my own uh, career so how they like uh, so 
they become like inspired like they have teachers i will uh, do something bigger that those girls don't like didn't get the idea that yeah being the teacher is 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 kind of kind of poor thing so because of that i started to um uh, search about jobs that it was kind um uh, focus based like in governmental schools and mainly focus on teaching so those uh, like you know whenever you are entering the community and we are in, you're entering in the real life experience then you will know that how much something is valued like like the same thing as teaching so they are in the class and with those students and with the class environment i get this influence and get the um an inspiration to become a teacher can you describe how a typical day looks like for you at school be it online or in person okay so whenever this uh, you're asking this question for me so i'm just getting in my own classroom so um, a typical day for me is that entering my classroom that I'm seeing that uh, set of cheers full with students and then a colorful class and my LCD, my cheer. And then uh, I'm starting to uh, um, greet with the students and um, those uh, girls wearing a white veil with the black uniform. Uh, handing a pen and then in front of them they have a notebook and their eyes are sparkling of their uh, bright future and they are ready to learn something new from me and and uh, and they all of them are like looking at me that okay yeah we have to do something new in the class and we are we are here to learn their motivation uh, they uh, and um, give me or energizes me to start my uh, classes so uh, so I, I i typically start with greeting them and then uh, asking their days how they are starting their days and then uh, going for um, the topics that they have covered the days before and then we are starting to meet or uh, introduce them with the uh, new topics and then we will go through activities gamifications and draw all planned stuff that we have in our lesson plan uh, which topics in the curriculum do you enjoy teaching the most uh, mostly it is like kind of about uh, i actually really like to talk about students like um uh, culture the, about their costumes and also diversity um like in uh, and also for um, mostly like what is like uh, learning uh, challenges they have in their families or outside the um, um environment or uh, in their community and um, uh, these are the topics that i would include um, in my lesson plan so but mostly it is uh, we are mostly bound or limited with kind of textbooks so we have to go on with them but i mostly uh, focused on the uh, topics that uh, give me uh, those students challenges like i, I and also to uh, uh, teach them that what 
culture differences and what are the uh, um, like multilingualism and because uh, mostly may they may think that they are academic topics and they have to be like um, not considered in the class but these are important because in my classroom there are uh, students from different background like inclusion is very important like biases they have like in, in, we mostly have two formal languages languages like uh, Dari and Pashto languages. So they have to know about which background their, um, uh, their classmates or their peers came, came from and what are their culture and costumes and how they have respect with each other. And they have to know about their teacher. I mostly focus on introducing myself and telling them that I am a human being like them and we are all should be respected. Uh, like uh, if we are uh, any skin type with uh, any religion type we are or what language you speak we are all human beings and we have to get respected and we have to be like uh, included in the community in the classroom it shouldn't be like kind of biases in the classroom and more bullying so i and young children like youngers from uh, 11 grade to 12 grade there's a lot of kind of bullying among them even they are bullying their own teachers. Yeah, when they see a young teacher, they are starting to like um, getting them like uh, uh, and uh, give them something that they are stuck in in the classroom. So in the first day of the classroom, I mostly go on with these topics. In the first uh, three weeks of the class, I mostly focus focused on these topics and they are very important for me in every session i have te uh, taught english language for about four years so and every year that i started my classroom i focused on those areas after the transfer of power in 2021 how has education in afghanistan changed uh uh Whenever uh, this question posed on, so I kind of give uh, kind of sorrow comes from my heart because it tends a lot. It, it has a lot of challenges. But those girls, those Afghan girls, they, like beside those all challenges, they were, uh, they uh, started to come to the classroom they were happy to they have a kind of they have uh, a, an option to come to uh, schools and uh, like uh, there's an edu uh, or educational uh, places like i i don't know but how to uh, say this word but uh, before this regime there was a lot of challenges i i i i i am not saying that there was not gender equality there everything was perfect no but they have at least an opportunity to study an opportunity there was a way but after the regime every way for girls to study especially for school girls they got banned everything for them so i also have the record of my students that after this kind of uh, collapse of government and uh, um, these kind of uh, um, things, uh, they got married. They, are, they just um, give up on their idea uh, or give up on the, uh, their um, decision to pursue their education. And they are just, um, most of them got married and they said, no, okay, so there's no school, no future. So what we should do? 
we have to just um, uh, leave those things and give up on our dreams. And also other students, I have the record of them that they are they uh, face many health, mental health problems. They got depressed. There was one a student of mine that they come, she came to the school and she said, okay, school got, got open. And I said, no, it's not like it's closed and say, and she just said in the school campus and cried, cried for one hour. Our school got banned. And I saw a lot of students that they are getting depressed day by day. They, are, they don't have the opportunity to, do, uh, to pursue their education in a school and in universities. Uh, um, they uh, like um, at the first uh, four or five months they were got they also banned from the government but after like like um, after a time after a while uh, the universities got started but with restrictions girls should be covered from head to toe with black color and if there was any use of other color they were like not allowed to enter the university because your clothing is not good or it's not like matching the the our rules and regulations so and also their timing changed and those um, a lot of students like university students they missed a lot of lesson and their most of the lesson plan got backwarded so um, and also there are millions of uh, there are hundreds of uh, teachers that they were teaching grade 12, 11, and 10 in government school, they got uh, they lost their jobs because there were no need for those teachers. So there is uh, an increase of uh, like a mental health problem for girls with their awareness. And the second problem was that a lot of women and girls got uh, like uh, jobless. And uh, there is a lot of gender-based violences that... Uh, uh, like um, it's not like um, um, uh, they are not sharing their voices because uh, now uh, there is no any media like they don't have the dare actually to say that what ha what is happening before it was also not good but right now it is worse than that and uh, for girls like there is like less opportunity in concrete examination even they were asked to not to choose certain faculties like engineering and um, journalist, uh, journalism, and also uh, there was other things like um, yeah, like uh, that was about to law and government and these things because because girls should be teacher or doctor. They couldn't become a journalist. They couldn't become an engineer, and uh, that are the boundaries that um, most likely happen to the girls, and they are limiting girls with such kind of things and ideas. As a teacher in Afghanistan, what are the challenges and how are you coping with them? Uh, challenges like, um, uh, let me start with the challenges that we teachers facing. Uh, lack of professional trainings for the teachers, for me especially. So there is not any sense 
center, any special centers that they provide with provide us with professional or updated methodologies. Whenever uh, I I was like um, I I taught like those girls and uh, in my teachings, I really find out there is a lot of gaps in my teaching. But I was uh, struggling like about it, where I have to go and how I should improve my teaching. It was something that. I always struggling in my mind that I have to find a way to uh, strengthen those skills and then come back to these girls and to share my knowledge with them. If I'm not professional, how would I expect those to become professional in their future career? This was my problem that I was always struggling. There was no training, no sufficient materials. There was there was nothing like uh, exactly like for teachers. There is lack of teacher training, lack of materials, lack of uh, uh, like uh, good uh, income for them is uh, like teachers are coming with a low motivation. They are just and also there is um, no such a uh, like uh, in classrooms, there's a lot of lack of materials like uh, the teacher should uh, herself buy some things for the classroom materials. Like whenever we are doing a lot of activities, gamification and these things, we need materials. We need to do something in the classroom that uh, get those students motivated in the classroom. So but in, in our classroom, there are not so much facilities. They are not providing us with those facilities. And uh, in, in my classroom, there was some, because my program that I taught to those girls, it was supported from a kind of foundation, womanity foundation. They give us those materials and uh, lesson plans and those things. But those were also not sufficient so much because uh, as a teacher, oh, I know that how much materials we need for those students to learn a language, but learning the language is not that need, that much easy. It needs a lot of things, a lot of materials, a lot of uh, facilities in the classroom. So um, that was the first problem. And the second was teacher training. So for that, I uh, searched YouTube. I went for uh, uh, like um, uh, online um, uh, teaching uh, websites like Mock. It was a kind of website whenever you're uh, starting with that. So there was some uh, teacher training, free teacher learnings like on, um, with uh, online learnings. So and also I searched for the universities that uh, they are online because uh, right now um, I couldn't find a scholarship to go on and do my master's. So I, I find an online university and I uh, got admission in it and education, how to uh, strengthen like uh, update methodologies and pedag pedagogies. So um for uh, for uh, for we teachers in Afghanistan, there is um, a lot of uh, uh, challenges. We are facing a lot of actually a lot of challenges, and with these challenges, that we are we do not have enough chances. So as you know, that now it becomes bigger and bigger. Like it is more difficult because if I find a scholarship, I can I could I, ca I cannot go alone because I have to take a mahram with me. So. Um, uh, even I cannot travel alone. So the best option for me was to start an on online university. And in my online university, I also found some problems. I have to pay online, but our country was in OFAC list of United States of America. So I couldn't pay it online. So I asked one of my relatives that he would 
some paid for one or two semesters for me. And after that, I got a scholarship from the University of People, IB International. They gave me the chance to um, get a scholarship and the uh, Master of Education. So now I am uh, waiting for that funding to come to me. And then I start my university again. So these are the like this was the something that I challenged, even though I have the um, family that gave me the support. But how about those that they do not even have the support? They don't have even the internet, the Wi-Fi that I already have. Even this room that I'm sitting in here and I'm talking. So, uh, so these are the challenges mostly that we teachers are facing in Afghanistan. It's great that you provide your students with so much of encouragement and support and everything. And it's really very sad day that um, uh, in today's modern world, still a country is having such restrictive policies. Uh, what kind of support do you provide your female students? Uh, actually, right now, uh, for those that uh, students that they were um, studying English language, uh, actually, we we were not able to give support because uh, we started online uh, classes, computer encoding uh, from Womanity Foundation for those students that they could uh, learn online and also gave them some uh, uh, money to their um, mobiles and paid like internet. I provided internet for their mobiles and then they could uh, learn online computer and uh, coding. Uh, uh, but for English language, it, there was not much funding. And also most of the students, they do not have the ability to, um, uh, to like, um, um, get internet for themselves. And also even, even most of them, they do not have their own cell phone. They have to use their brother or father's cell phone. So the other struggle was how we... Every day when I started my online classes, so uh, I have to talk with their brothers or with their fathers. And then I have to start, uh, I was about to talk with their sisters. So for me, it was also a kind of big challenge. But uh, mostly I am like providing them some uh, sessions, like some online session whenever they have any problem. I told them whenever you have gotten any problem in your English subject or any other subject, you can reach me at uh, like... Uh, my WhatsApp, there we have a WhatsApp group because before we had such kind of groups with my students and uh, whenever they have any problem, any question, they will um, reach me out through a WhatsApp group. And But mostly it is a bit difficult. Uh, I'm, I, I'm not going to say like something that is not real. And I say for just saying that, yeah, I'm giving them so much, uh, uh, so much support. I'm very sad. I'm not. I, I'm not able. I'm not able to give them so much support because uh, situation is like uh, like uh, we girls are. We are afraid when we just go out of our home. So how could I just gather them in a school without their fathers and mothers' permission? Before these regime, we I can't just uh, to give them support like that. But right now it is not possible. I just give them some online support like online stuff i'm sharing the materials the, some motivation speech and these things just uh, that is in my like uh, support right now but in the future i really hope to um uh if i got the chance to 
uh, or I, I have found like kind of support, I will give them uh, kind of, I will uh, uh, give them a kind of online teaching session, uh, maybe at their school, if I got the permission from the principal uh, and uh, I will uh, give them and ask them to come. But uh, I'm just a bit afraid because if I do such things, I have to need kind of approval from their family, from the uh, school and principal. And then there's kind of such long uh, journey that I have to go and I cannot do it by myself. Yeah. Thank you, Hadia. I'm grateful to hear about your work. Afghanistan has been ravaged by blatant cruelty since the new regime took over. In spite of all this, education and children must be protected in Afghanistan and around the world.